So we begin our dialogue? Yes. And now, three conversations with God books later. Are you still afraid of me? No. Good. Except when I am. And when is that? When I don't trust you. When I don't trust that this is even you talking to me. Much less trust the outlandish promises you make. You still don't trust that God is talking to you? Boy, that'll be interesting to your readers. What, that I'm human? I think they know that I'm human. Yes, but I think that they imagine you to be clear about some things, and at least convinced that you are having a conversation with God. I am convinced. Well, that's better. Except when I'm not. And when is that? And I don't feel that I can trust what you're telling me. And when is that? When it's too good to be true. I see. I go into fear. What if it's not true? What if I'm making it all up? What if I'm creating a God who will say anything I want him to say? What if you're saying just what I want to hear so that I can justify continuing my behavior? I mean, based on what you're telling me, I can do anything I want with impunity. No worry, no must, no fuss, no price to pay in the hereafter. Hell's bells. Who wouldn't want that kind of a God? You, apparently. But I do, except when I don't. And when is that? When I'm afraid, when I think I can't trust you. What are you afraid will happen to you? You mean if I believe the things you say, and it turns out that you're not really God? Yes. I'm afraid God will throw me in hell. Why? For having at worst a fanciful conversation? For denying the one and only true God. And for leading others to do so. For telling others that there are no consequences to their actions. And thereby causing some people to do things they might not otherwise do. Because now they're not afraid of you. You really think you're that powerful? No, I think other people are that easily influenced. Then why haven't they been influenced enough by those who say I'm to be feared to stop their self-destructive behaviors? Huh? Religion has been around for centuries, telling people I'll send them to hell if they don't believe in me this way or that way, and if they don't stop certain behaviors. I know, I know that. Well, do you see those behaviors being stopped? No, no, not really. The human race is killing itself, just as it always has. Faster, actually, than it ever has, because now you have weapons of mass destruction. And we're being no less cruel to each other now than we ever were. That's my observation as well. So what makes you think that if after centuries, millennia really, of religion not having easily influenced people, that somehow you're going to easily influence them and also then be personally accountable for their actions? I don't know. I guess I just need to think that once in a while in order to temper my actions. Why? What are you afraid you would do if you didn't temper your actions? I'd shout from the highest rooftop that I found at last a God I could love. I'd invite everyone else to meet my God and to know him as I do. I'd share everything I know about you with everyone whose life I touch. I'd free people of their fear of you, and therefore their fear of each other. I'd free them of their fear of death. And for this you think God is going to punish you? Well, if I have it wrong about you, you will, or he will, or it will, whatever. I will not. Oh, Neil. Neil, Neil. If your biggest crime is that you've painted a picture of God too loving, I think you'll be forgiven for that. If you have to continue to believe in a God of reward and punishment. And if other people do bad things like kill or rape or lie because of me? Then every philosopher from the beginning of time who has ever spoken or written against the then current belief system must likewise be guilty of all the deeds of man. Perhaps they are. Is that the kind of God you want to believe in? Is that the God you choose? This isn't a question of choice. We're not in a God supermarket here. We don't get to make a choice about this. God is God. We'd better have our understanding about that right, or we're going to go straight to hell. Do you believe that? 
No, except when I do. And when is that? When I don't trust you. When I don't trust in the goodness of God, in the unconditional love of God. When I see us, all of us here on earth, as children of a lesser God. Is that often? Do you feel that way often? No, I have to say, no, not very often. I used to. Man, did I used to. But not since our conversations. I've changed my mind about a lot of things. Well, not changed my mind, really. What actually happened is that I allowed myself to believe what I always knew in my heart, always wanted to believe about God. And has that been so bad for you? Bad? No, no, it's been good. My whole life has changed. I've been able to believe in your goodness again, so I've been able to believe in my goodness again. Because I've been able to believe that you forgive me for all I've done, I've been able to forgive myself. Because I've stopped believing that someday, somehow, somewhere, I'm going to be punished by God, I've stopped punishing myself. Now, there are those who say that failing to believe in a punishing God is bad. Yet I see nothing but good coming from this. Because if I'm ever going to do anything worthwhile, even if I'm in prison, just talking another prisoner out of hurting someone or continuing to hurt himself, I'm going to have to forgive and stop punishing myself. Excellent. You understand. I do understand. I really do. And I haven't abandoned everything I've been told in our conversations. I just need a tool now, a tool with which I can create a new friendship with you, a real friendship with you at last. I'm going to give you those tools right here. Yes, you are. Even before I've asked, you've answered. As always. As always. So tell me, how can I learn to trust? By not having to. I can learn to trust by not having to trust? That's right. Help me here. If I don't want or need anything from you, do I have to trust you for anything? I suppose not. You are correct. So the highest level of trust is not having to trust? You're correct again. But how can I go to a place of not wanting or needing anything from you? By realizing that it's already yours. That whatever you need is already yours. That even before you ask, I will have answered. Therefore, asking is not necessary. Because I don't have to ask for what I already have. Exactly. But if I have it already, why would I even think I needed it? Because you don't know you already have it. It is a matter of perception. Do you mean that if I perceive that I need something, I do? You will think that you do. But if I think that God will meet all my needs, then I will not think that I do. That is correct. That is why faith is so powerful. If you have faith that all your needs will always be met, then technically you have no needs at all. And this is the truth, of course. There will become your experience, and so your faith will be justified. Yet all you will have done is change your perception.